This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Becky Streepy. Hey, Becky Streepy. I'm David Streepy. And you're listening to Talkin' Tofu, where a couple of vegans talk about what we ate. Is that what this is? That's what this is. Is that what people looked at in the list and selected? That's what they looked in the list. That's what they selected to hear. Cool. Well, welcome. This week on the show, we'll talk sausage sandwiches, tater tot niçoise, and takeout from Southern Belle, and try Guardian chicken fried rice. Is that true? Yeah, it's all true. We're going to talk about all of that. We're not going to try it. We'll talk about when we tried it. Yeah, it's true, y'all. We already ate it. Yeah. We did. It's okay to... Do you hear that? No, do you? There's a rattle. Oh, yeah. I'm not hearing it on the headphones. As long as you don't hear the rattle. I think it's just the air conditioner. I think it's the uh, new shelving that we have making that rattle. I bet it is. It makes a little rattle. I noticed it in my office the other day. Hmm. I wonder if we put something behind it like... um, like a quilt? Yeah. Like yeah. A, like a full quilt. Like, Are you going to make a quilt for each one? No, I was thinking like how, you know how we use the double-sided tape to make our uh, paintings hang straight? I do straight? know that little I, hack, a little bit of a hack, everybody, yes. is it, we use a little piece of double-sided tape in the corners of our uh, photos on the wall and paintings and stuff, and that helps kind of keep it in place without needing an additional screw. It's true. It's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking since that double-sided tape is white, maybe you could do an inconspicuous piece cuz mm. not only would it hold it in place, but it Our would walls are white. It would space it from the wall just ever so slightly. Mm. Maybe that would help. Maybe. You know what I think? I think let's take some time and and do this off pod. Yeah. And, you don't yeah. want to discuss the and, ins and outs of this right well, now. Well, I mean, we'll we'll try it and if it doesn't work, we'll try something else and if it does work, then we've done it. Tweet at us, y'all, if you have something There's, rattling. If you have something rattling in your house. That, that you've been able us. to fix, let us know. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> help us. We'll start a new segment where we try to help you fix help you help things. Us. And... Nope. Is that, the, is that the hashtag? Is that the segment? Is that the... That's the ask. Help you help us. Yeah, because we're the ones that need. So they're saying they're help gonna... you help no, we're, us? No, I'm asking you to help yourself, dear listener, help us. With our rattling problem. No, I don't care. I don't want their help with the rattling problem. We've got it. But you seem to be saying, if you have a rattling problem, reach out to us and maybe we can help you fix it. So that's a real help you, the listener. No. No. It's helping helping you, (laughs) the hosts of Talking Tofu, help us, the listener, with us, the listener's rattling problem. So if you have something that's rattling, just get at us. And we'll spend a little bit of time 
figure like troubleshooting it. I'd maybe, like to clarify that, that we won't be doing that. Why not? Because I think people are here to hear us talk about food. Yeah, that's what they're here for. <laughs> Probably the people who are the here people for that who, are yeah. not here anymore. The people who are here for that are disappointed. <laughs> and the people who aren't here for that subscribed and then forgot to unsubscribe and are just like out in the yard listening to their feed play one unplayed after another. <laughs> and that's where they are. But I didn't, you know, you poo-poo the idea, but I think we could square a little bit of time. If somebody's got a problem and needs a little help and we can help them, it doesn't have to be food related. I don't, that's my opinion. Becky's on the phone right now. So what do you got? Who's, who's, what's the hot text? I am looking for a great review to read. Oh gosh. This we did that at the top? You did it at the top and the bottom. Last, the last time? Well, we'll just do it at the top this do time. Do it at the bottom when we talk about, hey, send a review. This review Jesus. is from Kadri's Kitchen. Hi, Kadri. Thank you for reviewing. So now we're just calling it. <laughs> right. It says Kadri's okay. Kitchen. That's the username. Got it. Got it. I just finished the first episode of Talking Tofu, and I had several laugh out loud moments. Becky and Dave have such a natural warmth and camaraderie. It felt like I was hanging with pals, sharing their opinions on vegan food. I can't wait to hear more. What a delight. Thank you, Kadri. Doesn't feel like warmth to me. I'm not saying you're wrong. <laughs> not saying you're wrong, Kadri. I'm just saying it doesn't doesn't feel that way in this room. Oh boy, yeah. that's because Dave has the air cranked down. So I low. don't have the air cranked down. It's stifling in here. I'm freezing. I'm wearing a sweater. It's July. It is July, isn't it? Hey, <sighs> how's your week? My week has been very very busy. Oh boy, Go again. On. Well, I have been applying for some freelance positions to get some extra freelance work. Yeah. And usually the way applying for freelance work works is that you send out a ton of applications and then you get a few responses that trickle in. But what happened to me this week is I sent out a ton of applications and everybody wanted an interview, which is a great problem to have, but it has been a little bit from a time management perspective, (laughs) a little bit busy. It's been, and awful. also, I've been sending out tons of resumes for months now, yeah. and just now yeah. is when I'm getting all the interviews just all within like a three-day time span. So it's been a scheduling problem. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it you're, has been you're very... You're remarking. I'm remarking on the busyness. This is not a humble brag. This is me telling you how my week was. Do you want to do a short episode so you can get back to all that? No, I actually finished the last phone interview this morning at 11. Oh, well, Actually, it's, got Becky, some... it's Tuesday. You've got the whole week ahead of you. Y'all, it's Thursday. That was JK. That was a troll. It's Thursday a bit afternoon. Of a troll job. And Give you a um, troll job. I was actually able to get caught up on glue and glitter stuff by the time we sat down to record this. So it was very busy, but everything's under control, everyone. Don't worry. Hey, Dave. That's glueandglitter.com that she's referencing. Sure is. It's her business. Yes, glueandglitter.com. A-N-D or ampersand? A N D. If you type in ampersand, I don't know what'll happen. Oh, you're going to get an error. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Dave. Hi. How was your week? It's fine. We don't need to talk about my week. At all? I bought some bad plants. They showed up, they were dead. <gasps> oh, no. Are you going to. I don't know. I might, I might pursue recourse. Do you want to talk about your plant project? The house no, looks so not good. Really? Really? We talked about it before. Oh, we did. Yeah, I got plants in the house. Some are doing well, some are doing not so well. I'm learning every day. I'm growing. That's about all. It's a lush green wonderland in this house, everyone. I got Potted some, plants, uh, 
everywhere right. that you look, except well, in this office where yeah, there are none. Also, I don't. It's the it could be lush one day. It's not lush right now. There's just little pots of plants all over the place. But if they grow big, then it would be lush. Basically, a jungle in this house. Well, Oop, hold for dogs. It's basically a jungle in this house. No, you're saying basically it will be a jungle in this house. Was the point that you were making? I guess so what I'm doing is exaggerating. Is exaggerating. right, but I'm saying that when we stopped, you were saying it's going to be a jungle in this house. And then when we came back from the stop, you changed the tense. So it's not going to make sense. No, that's what I was saying. Mm. Don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm not putting words in your mouth. I'm saying what no, I... No, you were saying it would eventually be a lush wonderland. I'm saying that it feels like a lush wonderland to me now compared to our previous situation of not having houseplants. Is this part of the show? I don't know. I'll just see how it goes when I'm editing. Okay. Should we leave this in? I guess. If you think we shouldn't have left this in... Reach out and let us know. <laughs> My point is, it's not super lush yet, but, but I'm learning. But it's very beautiful, and I appreciate all your work. I got a couple of Monstera plants that are doing well. Monstera? Monstera? I say Monstera, Mons- but I Monsanto? also don't know anything about houseplants. So. Okay. I'm going to say Monstera because that's the way that they look like they should. Oh, you got a string of pearls in here. Yeah, that's a fake plant. Oh, it's fake? I was going to say, I need to trim those and and get them in some other parts of the house. They are fake plastic. I bought them to use as a prop. Where'd you buy them? Target. They look great in photos. You got a SKU number that listeners could look up? Should I go? Well, it's not going to be on the plant. It's probably on the the bottom. The sticker's probably still there. If you want that SKU... Tweet at us at Talk and Tofu. We've solicited tweets seven times in the past But we haven't given out our Twitter... Not once. Uh, so that's at Talking Tofu once again, talking without the G. Oh, Dave is rustling hey. the rundown. He's excited. Hey, let's get let's get to it. Small talk. Small aside. talk over. We've talked about our sausage sandwiches before and how we make epic sausage sandwiches with just egg and all kinds of avocado and veggies and vegan mayo or vegan cream cheese but this week our sausage sandwich game just has been falling apart i feel like it has been fell apart for weeks and i finally called it this weekend here's the thing just as we've previously discussed the kid doesn't love a taco um neither the kid nor i loves a sandwich in general which may beg the question why was sausage sandwiches ever a thing it's true we i prefer a sausage bowl like a grit bowl with sausage and all the sandwich things in a bowl because i feel like this goes back to me not loving bread in general i feel like when you add bread to something the bread just blands it up i want to taste the things when you add the bread okay Go on. No, go ahead. When no. you add the bread, finish your thought. When you add the bread, it just dampens the flavor. Mm. I want to taste all the stuff. Mm. I think I like good bread. Like I love a nice soft bread to dip in olive oil mm. at a restaurant. What's a restaurant? I haven't been to one. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, I love to dip bread in olive oil or even like I love a dinner roll bread on the side where you can enjoy the bread for what it is. But bread like in a sandwich, I feel like more often than not, just detracts from the flavor of everything inside the sandwich. Your argument seems to stem from a position 
that bread is tasteless and that it is a filler and that because you are adding this tasteless component to a dish you are that tasteless component is diluting the taste of the thing that you actually are excited in i think that's right i think compared to a sausage patty a creamy avocado and the just egg and compared to like the vegan mayo which i guess i wouldn't put in a bowl Mm. but you get my point yes you would compared to yeah i would i'd put it on everything compared to pickled jalapenos Bread's bland compared to all of that stuff. Bland and tasteless are two different things. Yes. So I don't think bread's tasteless. I think it's bland. I like bread in certain situations and some sandwiches. Like I love a Reuben because the bread Reuben. is part of the experience. I love a good rye or pumpernickel bread, but we tend to go for like white or wheat bread. And I feel like that's just gummy pasty, not oh, exciting. Yeah. It's been a minute with a Disagree. Reuben. Okay, well... I think the bread has a taste and it has a good taste. And when it's toasted, it has a specific taste that's different from the way it tastes when it's not toasted. And that that taste on its own adds a lot to the profile of a sandwich or whatever you're you're putting in between the bread. I also think that it's a remarkable carrier for sauces and condiments that, to your point, would be out of place if the bread was not there. But that that flavor combines not just with the items that are in between the bread... But that flavor of those condiments colors the taste of the bread itself and makes a whole unique thing. So, long story short is we could have had this conversation two months ago, saved ourselves a whole lot of bread. Yeah, we could have. Just pausing for the apology. Dave. Dave, I'm so sorry. Dave, can you accept my... Moving on. So can we talk about the other thing we made? Yeah. So the tater tot niçoise that we had last week was such a hit, and I'm delighted. And here's what happened. Uh, A friend of mine named Beth does a vegan supper club on Twitter, and each week they pick a theme, and it's usually a different country. And last week's theme was France. But the the only problem with vegan supper club is that she tends to announce the theme on, like, Monday or Tuesday, but I grocery shop either the weekend or like first thing Monday. So usually I've already gotten groceries before the theme goes out. So Mm. it's a little bit tricky because I can't just, I don't feel comfortable just running out to the store to get one or two things. It feels like needlessly unsafe. Mm. If you disagree, please do not tweet at us. And um, (laughs) I don't need any anti-maskers tweeting Every third sentence we're going to refer to whether or not you should or should not That's at talking tofu. (laughs) Um, so in this situation, the theme was French food and I thought it was a hot day and I was craving a salad and I thought I'd do a vegan tofu niçoise. Is that how it's pronounced? Yes. Niçoise. You say this is, it's not niçoise? No, niçoise. Because it has an E at the end. So it's female. So you say that, the S. It has the E, so you say the S? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. That's how French works. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> excuse me. Oh, sorry. Put me in my place. That's how French works. I was just defending my position. Anyway, so obviously we didn't use any fish or egg in ours. Uh, to replace both, I did kind of like an eggy tofu with a little bit of dill to give it like a suggestion of fishiness. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had the romaine and we actually had Kalamata olives. Mm-hmm. I added sliced 
tomatoes. And then, oh, the thing that is on a niçoise that we did not have in the house, but when I did my mental inventory before I started cooking, I thought we had a potato. You put steamed potato on top. And um, we did not have any, but what we did have was a bag of tater tots. And so our niçoise salad used tater tots instead of potatoes. And y'all, I will make it again. I have never seen my kid eat a salad faster. Becky. Yes, dear. I love you. I love you too. That was not a niçoise salad. It was absolutely not. I was ready for French Twitter to drag me when I shared a picture of it. But everyone was like, was, this looks great. No, it was tater tots and lettuce and tofu and olives. <laughs> Kalamata. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I have no skin in this game, but I'm offended by the fact that you called it a tater tot niçoise. I know what a niçoise is. No. I have seen and had one before. And what you had, what you made was so far away from that. <laughs> it did have common elements, but like a hoagie and a pizza have common elements too. <laughs> that doesn't make them. So. So. Yeah, I'm glad the kid ate it. What I made was not a niçoise salad, but it was a delightful salad. Can we talk about niçoise olives? Do I say that right? You did. You did. Do I say that Do right? I say Do that I right? say that right? Oh, she's turning me down. Um, no, I'm the computer right. went to sleep. I woke, woke it up. Is that a green olive or a black olive? It's a black olive. Okay. It's very similar in taste to a Kalamata olive where it's like like a Greek olive. Where and it's another like thing. Super salty, briny. Yes. We got a Greek salad uh-huh. from somewhere. I don't remember where. And it had the Kalamata olives in it. And the olives had pits. I was offended by that. Who does that? that? How are you going to have a pitted olive in a salad where you're picking up forkfuls of food and biting down on them? I'm supposed to check every bite. Yeah. For a pit. It was a very stressful I'm eating never, experience. When I remember what place that was, I'm never ordering from it again. Yeah, I don't remember either because we order Greek salads without the feta. Yeah, we're pretty fancy. Pretty much any time. Most pizza Ugh, places yeah. have a Greek salad. Yeah. And we order a lot of pizza, so I can't remember. We like to start our, our pizza dinners with a little Greek salad because we're pretty fancy people. And also it makes it feel like maybe we ate something healthy yeah. after all. Put in our monocles and get out our long forks and eat that Greek salad. Mm-hmm. Pinkies up. Yes. So, yeah, I don't remember which place it was either, but we need to figure that out because I don't need to crack a tooth. <laughs> You hear that? I do. I hear a sound coming towards us. We're talking about our delivery food. Yes. Is that is that takeout corner? I hear. Come on down to takeout corner. Come on down to takeout corner. You're gonna put something over all this, right? Well, last week what I did. Uh, was I faded from from your singing into our bumper music? Oh, it was pretty great. Well, if you ever listen to an episode, anyway, maybe you'll hear it. Here we are at Takeout Corner. Welcome to Takeout Corner, everyone, where we talk about takeout that we ate that week, which we, we do most weeks. Are we like tour guides who are walking with the listener around the large room that is talking tofu, and now we've all arrived at Takeout Corner together, or did we? 
do a quick like, hey, look over there. And while everybody was looking over there, we ran over and put on a different outfit and appeared through a different dorm. We were like, come on over here to take out corner. I like the idea of us as like docents and we're just showing everyone around. And so it's an exhibit. We are still with the group and pointing at Takeout Corner. Yes. Welcome to Takeout Corner. Gotcha. As you can see, this week yep. we yep. we got takeout from... Got it. Now that we're clear. On Takeout Corner? Mm-hmm. Did we do the song? Did or you the mean, interlude? Do it again. No. Okay. Yeah, we already... Musical bumper okay. has already happened. So we're here. What do we, what do we take out this week? So this week's new takeout adventure was from Southern Bell, which I've never had food from there before. Had you? No. So if you're in Atlanta, they're in the same plaza as the Plaza Theater and the Righteous Room. (laughs) And they have a lot of good vegan options. It's not an all-vegan place by any means. At first I thought it was, and I really freaked out because I was like, crab cakes, but they're made with crabs, so don't get those. But um, they do have good vegan options, and they label on the menu, which makes it very easy. I appreciate when a restaurant does that. Yeah, for sure. I don't think it's a takeout corner is a good idea. What? <laughs> what? I was just thinking, like, are we going to do a different takeout place every time? No, I'm thinking we'll do takeout corner when we have something, and when we don't, we just won't do it. We just won't have takeout corner? Yeah, it'll be like a sometimes segment. Not every segment But what do we do instead? Be... I don't know. Oh, boy. Maybe nothing? Maybe. Gulp. Gulp. We should have thought about that before we started a podcast. Well, you can't think of everything. Well. So, Southern Belle was, had food, the food. Yes, and they have a <laughs> vegan menu. If you're doing delivery, it's like a vegan dinner for two. And, and that's how many we were. And that's how many we were. We, ate, we made a kid dinner for the kid. I think Guardian and Broccoli is his go-to kid dinner. Mm. Chickenless tenders and broccoli. All in the air fryer. Mm-hmm. He loves it, and I love that it takes me 30 seconds of work. This and is um, not takeout talk. This is when we do takeout from a place that's a little pricey, and we're not sure he's going to like the food. The kid dinner is part of it. Okay. So he had his kid dinner, and we got the menu for two. And I looked up all the items so that I could tell you what they are. They were corn fritters with sweet chili dipping sauce, crispy tofu with potato salad and sautéed green beans and sticky toffee pudding with butterscotch sauce. You didn't eat the pudding, did you? Didn't have the pudding. Okay, well, I'll talk about that at the end. There's a dip dip that you're missing. Oh, yeah, the tofu um, had like this coconut maple sauce. Yeah. That was... That was my favorite part. That's why I noticed that you left it off. I don't have this list on my agenda Yeah, this was hand-scribbled right before we sat down. Sorry. So I'm going to trust you on this one. Yeah. But if I had seen it on there, trust me, I would have have raised a flag earlier. So sorry that we're taking time during the show to do this. I appreciate you flagging it now. I would have called it in rehearsals if it had been on my script. Yeah, we rehearsed this several times, as you can probably tell. So I think this is probably on brand for Southern Bell's full menu. I thought it was very rich. Oh, yeah. I've never been so full. Yeah. Yeah. It was tasty, but I got about halfway through my portion of it and felt like I was being pretty indulgent. I ate all of mine and I should have put half of it away because I had a pretty bad stomach ache and that was all my fault because I just didn't stop eating when I should have. Well, you you talked it up while you were eating it. Yeah. And then you kept talking about it for the next like... 
12 hours, <laughs> which I guess is the mark of good food. It was We're really... making it sound like it was gross, and it's not like it was oh, gross. It, it was, was tasty. Yeah. It was just very, very rich. And I think mm-hmm. there is a, a form of Southern eating where that's just par for the course. Yeah. And so maybe it's not remarkable to call it out that way, but I can't eat that way a lot. Yeah, no, I can't eat that way on a regular basis, but every once in a while it's nice to indulge. Yeah. Even though there's going to be maybe some repercussions. Yeah. In the form but, of a stomach ache and 12 hours of whining. But that, so the the corn fritter I thought was perfect texture oh, wise. So good. That was tasty. I didn't dip it. I liked to eat them as is. I thought it was a hush puppy. Which oh. felt a little weird to me that it was a hush puppy. And then I got into it and it was a corn fritter, which I guess is a hush puppy. I don't know. I mean, similar. Yeah, hush it's like a hush with puppy corn. with an inside. Mm-hmm. And, well, hush puppy's corn. Yeah, but with actual like corn kernels. Right. Yeah. Um, I thought that was good. The crispy tofu was my favorite. Dipping it in that sauce made it a dream. Oh, so good. The, what was the veggie? They called it a potato yeah. salad, but it was really more of a slaw with potatoes in it. I, I counted two potatoes in my portion. Yeah, very little potato, which I'm not complaining because everything else was pretty rich and heavy and that like crispy vinegary, it was basically like a vinegar slaw with like just a couple pieces of potato. I thought that was a really nice contrast to how heavy everything else was. I'm complaining. Oh, It's a potato salad. I wanted more potatoes. I enjoyed when I was eating the potatoes, and then I was sad that there weren't a lot of potatoes. And then you said it was potato salad, and I was like, Ugh. Yeah, I feel like we run into this a lot with food that we talk about on here, where we're like, if if it was just ca- not called that, it would have been a whole other experience for me. The exact same food. Like, we mm. with that s'mores ice cream, we mm-hmm. had that experience. Mm. There was another one that I can't think of. If they'd called it a, a, niçoise. a bad Greek salad with... Pitted olives. Uh huh. We, we would have, have avoided it. Just not ordered just, it. Yeah, yeah, gotten it without the pitted olives. Yeah, but this potato salad was good. If they had just called it like a, like a slaw. Yeah. I would have. I would have. I mean, I still enjoyed it. It was still good. It was just I had an expectation and it wasn't realized. Yeah, I I agree about that. And, and then talk I thought about the pudding. The sautéed green beans were also lovely contrast to all that rich food. Yes. Yeah, so the pudding was um, they're talking British-style pudding. It was actually um, a slice of cake with butter. And the cake was Wait, kind of... it was cake? Yeah. Oh. oh. It had a lot of elements. So it was a slice of cake, which had kind of like a gingerbread flavor with like there was raisins or currants or something in it, some kind of dried fruit. It was hard to identify because the flavor of the cake was very strong and very good. And then it had... Um, like a butterscotch sauce on top. Mm-hmm. And then it also came with a Biscoff cream to go on top of everything else. And the Biscoff cream was like a cashew cream, I think, based on texture, with crumbled Biscoff cookie in it. Mm-hmm. And truly, my favorite... So Dave did never ate his, and it became clear that that was never happening. And so... I was pudding! You, this is the first time I'm hearing that it was cake. You didn't even open the thing to look? No! <laughs> I mean, I'll look at something that I don't want just to be sure I don't want. Get, I guess I better look at it. Yeah. So it was cake with lots of stuff to go on top of it. And um, my favorite uh, experience with that dessert, the cake was good, but I'm not really a cake person just in general. I am. Yep. Sorry. 
was when I ate the Biscoff cream on its own, like a pudding. It was delightful, and it has me thinking I would like to do some kind of a Biscoff banana pudding recipe. TBD. There's, there's a it. wordable there. I don't know what it is. Biscoff. Yeah, see, I don't know what it is, but there is a wordable with Biscoff and banana. Can I ask people to tweet us? Or are you going to get mad? If you Your have podcast. any ideas for the word wordable, they don't know what a wordable. A is. wordable is a portmanteau. We call them for, wordables. We sure do. Uh, for a Biscoff banana pudding, get at us talking tofu on Twitter. Yep. So I think that was that takeout was, corner. Yep. And unless you have more to so say let's about, leave takeout corner in our wake. That's the end of takeout corner. <laughs> So we're exiting takeout corner. We've already exited. Yeah. We've arrived. We've arrived at... Whatever the name of the new place is. That new place where we ate some Guardian chicken fried rice. Yeah. We were, you... we were starting to double up. We were talking about ideas for what we were going to do next. And uh, realized we were starting to double up on companies. And we hadn't talked about Gardein, and that felt weird because Gardein's such a big part of our routine. Yes, probably if you've listened to this podcast from the beginning, you've heard us talk about Gardein many, many times because we eat it so often. We do. They're, there's a reason. They have a huge range. They have a huge range. They're readily available. I can make it in the air fryer. We love it. Yep. So actually, this chicken fried rice, we did not make in the air fryer. <laughs> Joke's on you. <laughs> Which may be the reason I've never made it before. But Dave, you have a like brief history with, with the Guardian bagged. Do you want to explain what it is? And, and Yeah. It? Yeah. So it's like a Guardian has a line of skillet all in one dinner packets thing. I mean, it's a pretty common uh, concept among like most like frozen food manufacturers. It's, it's a little bit nicer than a TV dinner. It's you make it all like all the ingredients are in one thing. There's a little bit of sauce in there too. And I make it when Becky's out of town or when it's just me, uh, because it's just a real quick, easy dinner. And so when we needed something to talk about, we actually had one of these in the freezer. We needed something to talk about. I don't know if I need to cut that or not. <laughs> How about God? I'm gonna risk it because that was pretty great. So um yeah, we needed a quick dinner, and we needed something to talk about. And we so- <laughs> needed something to talk about. Something to talk about. We needed something to talk about. I think this time I might have to. Why? No. I don't want to get in trouble. You're not going to get in trouble. Okay. Well, thank you all for listening. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, so they got a whole bunch of them. Guardian's got a variety. Mm-hmm. You looked it up. Uh, is it written on your script? Because it's not written on mine. It is written on no scripts. Okay. I just, there were a lot of them. The one that we have was the chicken fried rice. Yep. And we, it serves two. It said that on the container. Yep. That's uh, how many we are. But there are actually three people in our family. Right. And we were all going to be eating this. And so I bolted out by making tofu and broccoli in the air fryer while I was making the chicken fried rice on the stovetop. Mm-hmm. And that worked out great for three people we tend to eat one block of tofu between the three of us i know a block is supposed to serve four hey we're talking tofu we're talking tofu we did it <laughs> can you put in a thing air horn yeah bow, bow, bow. 
No, put one in in post. Can I tell you that I've looked all over for an air horn sound right. effect? We'll, and... figure, okay. we'll find it. Mm-hmm. Complicated. <laughs> uh, it was real easy. It was as was easy it? as you'd expect. Yeah, I just followed the directions on the back, sauteed it up, covered right. the thing, did the thing. When I make it, yeah. it sticks to the skill a little bit. That's a me thing, right? Is that just me being bad at the skillet? It stuck a tiny little bit, but not like a, you know, soaking. I just soaked the pan for a little bit and it came off right. for cleaning. Did it, is it sticking? Maybe you just need to use more oil. Or you know what? I didn't pour oil. I used spray oil and coated the whole bottom because I was worried Whoa. about sticking because See? of how long the difference. it was going to be in the pan undisturbed I, because you leave it covered. Yeah. I yeah. put the spoon of oil in there and then i heat it up and then it feels like it takes forever to get that oil all the way around the the pan so i used our little spritzy bottle and sprayed the pan it was probably more oil than it called for because mm. of how much i was worried about sticking now that okay. you mention it so i just sprayed it very liberally with Look at oil that. and Me it bringing a relevant talking point to the conversation yeah 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 you're not the only radio host it's true you're also a radio host it's or a podcast. a podcast. Yeah, it's a podcast, yeah. everyone. What what kind was this? It was just the chicken fried rice. Oh, okay. I took a picture of it. I can look at the picture and confirm. Guardian skillet meals. Asian style chicken fried rice. That's all. I have some notes in my phone that I remember taking. Well, I'll, while you're looking those up, Yeah. I'll start with my thoughts. You're looking at me like I did something wrong. No, tell me your thoughts. Okay. I think Gardein nails their chicken. Yeah, they do. I think across the board, it's good. I have my issues with certain breadings that they put on it. Sometimes they try and put some flavor in the breadings, but uh, that's all. We're, we're not going to spoil that here. We're going to milk that for probably four or five more episodes. <laughs> so, But I, the chicken was the clear standout here. The rice was fine. The seasoning wasn't super over-seasoned, which is a problem with these frozen dishes, uh, that they just get super saucy. I think that's a problem with fried rice in general, is that it can get really saucy and really salty as a result. But I think the the distinguishing point here was the vegetables. I thought they tasted better than your typical frozen vegetables. They didn't taste as good as a fresh vegetable would be put into a skillet, but that's not what you're, you're going in for. You're going in for... Uh, frozen bag of rice chicken and veggies yeah it comes out way better than i think it could yes so my thoughts on this vary a little bit let me i'm grabbing my phone here we go so i did think that the sauce had a good flavor it was like kind of a soy garlic ginger situation and you're right dave it wasn't over seasoned which is nice because then it could be kind of on the bland side for the child and then you and i could sauce it up with other stuff i added that um that chili garlic oil that I like so much. I put sriracha on mine. So I know you were just praising the vegetables, but the other note that I wrote was that I was not crazy about Mm. the vegetables, which I think is not something you can really control. They're frozen vegetables, but they tasted like frozen vegetables to me. But we have, and it's probably because of this situation that we're in, we recently got uh, some frozen carrots peas like one of those medley bags Mm -hmm. we've used quite a few of those yeah and every time we kind of lament how bad they are yeah they're bad this wasn't that 
Yeah, it was this better didn't than taste that. Like that. That's true because the first one to complain about frozen vegetables is the kid, and he did not complain about this. Yeah, he can tell if the broccoli I've made is mm. from frozen, and he will call me out on it every time. Yeah, and he did not say. Although this one, no, maybe it did have some broccoli. Mm, I don't know. We added some fresh broccoli to it. Yeah, to bulk it out. So you don't have a picture of it to see what it what vegetables it had. I do. I have this picture on my computer. And it doesn't have a picture of the vegetables? I closed it. So I'm such a professional. <laughs> You're just like, it's a mystery. Nobody will ever know. Yes, this there's broccoli. This thing that we made a podcast episode about. There's broccoli and there's bell peppers in there. Oh, and the edamame was really nice. Mm, that's what I'm thinking of when I think peas, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Edamame so, yeah, from frozen the same as that works medley. a lot better. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also thought the rice texture was surprisingly good because rice from frozen can really texture wise be a nightmare but this mm-hmm. rice was it came out nice it came out fluffy i thought it was good i have had some bad experiences with frozen meal rice where it's like crumbly mm. or terrible otherwise usually in a texture way mm. the flavors usually it's hard to tell because you can't get around the awful texture but this rice was good yeah i thought it was good tasted like uh Good cafeteria food. I think for a quick weeknight meal, it was great. Yep. I think, you know, you're not expecting gourmet when you're dumping a plastic bag into a pan. Yeah. And I think... I mean, if it was a paper bag, it'd be a different thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If it was a mesh bag. Yeah, we're not talking mesh bag level. We're not not sous vide people. (laughs) Is that how you say that? I don't know. I think it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think I think it was really good. And the chicken, of course, was a star because Guardian Chicken is the best. Yep. 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 It was great. Oh, the other thing I wanted to say about the sticking, though, is that it, when it's sticking, the, adding the sauce at the end, that little bit of liquid can deglaze the pan a little bit. Like when you add the liquid, you can get in there and s- scrape anything that's stuck off okay. because you add the sauce at the, for the last few minutes of cooking. Yeah. I mean, that's I your opportunity. That. And I was stirring, it just still... Yeah. I guess if it's stuck too badly, you can't save it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what... I just wanted to I always say, if it's stuck, it's stuck. That is is something you're always saying. Yep. Just all day long. Well, when appropriate. Which is all day, every day. So, verdict... I liked it. Would do again? Yeah. I'd like to try a different variety just to mix things up, but I, I would eat this one again too. What would your ideal variety be? doesn't have to exist. Mm. Just like what would it be? Oh, I think like a General So's. Mm. That I guarantee I, you that exists. Oh, I want it. Yeah. I love a General So's. I feel like yeah. I'd be the only one in the house that liked it though because Maybe. sweet sauces don't go over well with yeah. the two of you. Yep. But I love it. Yeah. It was good for a night where I just had a lot going on and... Didn't feel like cooking, and yep. we didn't want to. The takeout from Southern Bell was delicious, but a little pricey because it's kind of a more upscale place. So we didn't want to do another takeout. It You're was right. nice to have in the freezer. I agree. Better than a frozen pizza for sure. All right, I think we did it. What do you think? I guess I guess you don't want to know what my ideal flavor would be then oh, if Dave. I had my pick. I'm sorry, honey. Thank you all for listening. What's if you're your enjoying I- the show, take a second to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. It really helps new listeners find us, and we just love reading those five-star reviews. Yes, please. Rate, review, subscribe. 
And we'd love to hear from you. If you've got a suggestion for a food we should try, thoughts about an episode, or if you just want to say hello. Right or, or if you have a rattle that you want us to help <laughs> try and figure out. We're here for all of your rattle needs. Yes. Email us at TalkinTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking With or without the G? That's without the G, Dave. Oh, gotcha. Whew. Okay. Close one. Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Bye. Bye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com